Hi, everyone, and welcome to Bitrate. Today on the show, we're looking through the eyes of a baby shark by the way of Maneater, crawling through pixelated zombies and spiders in Minecraft dungeons, and we're also talking about microphone and audio hardware for streaming. This is going to be great. I'm your host, Chris, and with me as always, Joey and Jeremy. Guys, what's up? How's it going? How's it going, my brothers? How you guys doing today? And sisters. And sisters. Yeah, there we go. Don't forget the females. That's right. Don't and sisters. <laughs> It's been a while. I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen you guys in forever. I feel like I haven't seen you in like seven until like seven hours ago. I know, right? Jeez. Yeah. For, for those of you that don't know, like me, Chris, and Joey basically hang out in video chat if we're not streaming anyway. For some reason, it's it's the cutest thing ever. We're cool dudes. I mean, if yeah. that's if that's the word you want to use for it, my wife likes oh. it. She's like, "Are you talking with your friends again?" Gosh. Okay. Well, so. Man, we've got a great show. We've got it's it's a packed show today. It really is. It is. But it's it's awesome because I think I've found one of my new favorite games. And I don't say this often because like most games don't hold my attention span like I think this one's going to. So let's just let the cat out of the bag. Minecraft Dungeons. MCD. MCD. Dare. Well, let's talk about some Minecraft dungeons. First off, I didn't want to play it first off because it's Minecraft and I, it's, that's just not me. Uh, I don't play Minecraft. I try to get into it and so on and so forth. So to, to see that they had a dungeon crawler out that kind of really didn't pique my interest at all. I even went on some streams and I wasn't at all interested. And then Chris here hit me up one day in an email while he was at work. He says, hey, bud, let's play some Minecraft dungeons. I'm like, dude, no, I'm not doing it. Well, guess what? He buys a lot of the games that I tell him to buy because, and he doesn't like to play. Well, I bought it. I jumped into it. Before he got home, I said, "Dude, this is gonna, this is a lot of fun." It's a basically uh, a dungeon it's a crawler, clone. like a, it's a it's a Diablo clone in in a Minecraft world, and you get in there and you you level up and you enchant your gear and you get new stuff and you you keep going up through the tiers of difficulty. And the game is it's not easy. You know, it's not something that you just go in there and like, oh, we're running through the game. No, there is a definite skill level and you have to gear yourself appropriately to beat some of these bosses. And if you don't have it, you're not doing it. So so what really intrigued me about the game is there's a, a charming simplicity to it. I mean, in Diablo, you've got different classes with different abilities that all gar like garner to different play styles. But Minecraft Dungeons, there's no classes. But no. with the gear set that you equip, I mean, there's enough variety there so that you can really play any style that you want. If you want to, to run and gun, you can do that. If you want to play ranged, you can do that. If you want to play a tanky build, there's ways to do that. There's all of these different facets to this game that, you know, on the surface, you wouldn't think would be there, but they're there. And not to mention, there are a lot of different skins you can choose from. It's not just like the normal Minecraft skins. There are a lot of cool um, skins you can oh, yeah. use. There's the old ones, but there's also, you know, created ones. I, I'm a woman with pink hair. Nice. So, All right. I'm surprised you didn't do a Mercy clone. <laughs> there's a Mercy clone? No, I, that you can create it, right? Oh, yeah, probably. So uh... start over now. <laughs> <laughs> so you can switch your skin. You, I believe you can switch your skin. So, so the game itself, it's got three different difficulty levels, right? There's there's a, a starter difficulty, there's uh, a mid tier difficulty, and then there's end game difficulty. Each difficulty level is it takes you to a higher gear level, basically. 
So like for the first difficulty, it takes you to like gear level 30 ish. And then I think through the second one, it's like 72 or so. And then the third and final difficulty tier, um, that's where you can just basically keep going unless there's a, I think there's a hard cap, but I don't know what it is at this point. So the plot line to this game, uh, for those of you listening, basically there's, there's an illager that's been cast out, cast out of the Minecraft universe. Nobody knows why doesn't really say, but he's kind of ostracized. So he takes off and he goes on an adventure and he finds this artifact, this powerful artifact, and then he becomes a dictator. And I mean, that's basically what you're, you're, you're going and you're, it's, it's kind of sad because he was, a, he was basically bullied and then he turns into a bad guy. And then you have to go. Well, kill and him. so I think there's a difference between an illager and a villager. I think the illagers, it's kind of like elves and dark elves type thing. Um, that's messed so up. I think that's why he, I, well, yeah, I don't know a lot of the lore behind it, but I'm guessing that's what it is. Um, because you do see in the intro cinematic, you do see normal villagers being like, humph to this illager and you know uh, what i mean so full disclosure this is my first minecraft game so i don't know yeah all of the nuance there's no hey the dude, we're a loving community there we go so so dear we the most popular game on the planet i know we've been playing this isn't that league of legends like uh probably okay. but we've been playing minecraft dungeons for the last like three days now so what is your like what do you like about it what do you dislike about it well, I, I like the fact that you can play it with friends. First off, is you're not you're not locked into playing it solo player. It does scale based on who you have with you and what level they are and things like that. We had a one of my one of my viewers pop in and he's like, "Hey, can I play?" I was like, "Yeah," and he was much higher than us. And me and Chris basically just chased him around all the uh, through the whole map. What it I do, like it is yeah. like Diablo. <laughs> uh, what I do like about it though is, it, like you said, it's it's simple. There's there's not a lot of menus and not a lot of different classes. There's not a lot of other things to think about. Just get in there and start cutting shit up. Yeah. Right. I think the accessibility for me was one of the things that really drew me to it because you can, you can literally just jump in, like run dungeons. Basically there's none of that leveling aspect to it that like Diablo has. I mean, they're still leveling within the game, of course, and the higher level you get kind of your gear level goes up with that. Um, but there's no, there's no barrier to entry like torment level. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no barrier to entry in this one, this one. I mean, you've got like maybe a 10 to 15 minute tutorial on how things work on how to equip your gear, how that stuff works, but then you're just, you're in it. You're in it for good. You just keep going. I love that about it. Mm-hmm. When we were playing, we we're like, okay, let's just do one more. Okay. One more. Okay. One more. Yeah, you guys, you guys have played a lot more than me. I've I've completed a couple levels in single player, but I can tell it's a game that you know from watching you guys do your stuff, um, and from playing the little bit that I have, I've played maybe like three or four hours. It's a, it's a keeper. Let's let's just say that. And thank you to Jeremy who actually gifted it to me. Um, it was a very sweet thing. He does that for me sometimes. Um, and I appreciate it, bro. No problem. You do more than you do more than enough for me, man. Thanks, brother. So, uh, yeah, like it's it's just a lot of fun. It is. Yeah, well, it is. And it's not without lack of story, but you can definitely tell where it's 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 kind of heading. You know, they, they've already announced that there's going to be two expansion packs with it. So, you know, that the storyline is going to get it's going to go. You know what I mean? So I'm really anxious to, now that we've got a running start on this thing. I want to see where it ends up. 
with the next and, iteration. And so just to be clear, just like regular Minecraft, it would, the, even just the JavaScript version, um, you go online, just type in Minecraft Dungeons, and you can buy it through there, and it'll connect through your um, Xbox, your Microsoft uh, friends list and stuff like that. Um, you can't get it on Steam, can't get it on Epic, can't get it on Origin. It's it's just through, it's just Basically go through onto, Microsoft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, you know, just to be clear, it's uh, $19.99 for the basic edition. I think $29.99 for the uh the hero edition the hero edition which gives you some dlc i believe the two dlcs they promised or at least the first one and some extra cool stuff like some extra skins and stuff a cape and a pet chicken which i still haven't figured out how to find my pet chicken so we'll have to do that later it's in the vanity stuff like so if you open your inventory and go all the way to the right and you have your cape and your chicken and that's probably why i haven't found it helping me on that yeah (laughs) in in regular Minecraft, I have a ch- I have an auto chicken farm, so I don't really need to keep chickens, but I keep chickens around so I can hit them. Because sometimes when you're you know you're mad, like a creeper comes through and blows up all your stuff, you can just go punch a chicken real quick, and it's just like makes you feel better. Oh man, gotta love punching it. Punching a chicken, yeah. Punching a chicken. Just I think saying, okay. I think it's I like slapping the bag. I th- I think we know what the uh, the title of this episode is going to be now. <laughs> oh nice. man I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure that there was a movie that said chicken the challenge the chicken chicken bleeper oh yeah oh you're talking about that kind of movie that yeah. kind of movie yeah, yeah. no there's, there's definitely well that was stuff. that was definitely super troopers yeah yeah so uh oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah I, I missed it sorry all right so I mean, let's give this thing a review because honestly, I am, I think I'm level like 62 now, maybe 52, 62. I don't know. I'm, I'm somewhere over there, but, uh, I've been having, dude, I've just been having a ton of fun just running back and forth, looting, uh, trying to figure out new, like new gearings for my character so I can create different play styles. You know, one night I had a super tanky build where I just hardly took any damage at all. The other night, I got the gloves that do a crap ton of damage really fast, and you pair that with a little bit of radiance on them, and you just self-heal into oblivion. But man, like I've been having a ton of fun just finding new stuff in this, not to mention the fact that there's all kinds of like hidden stuff in the game, right? So there's a bunch of secrets that unlock, spoiler warning, uh, if you've ever played Diablo and you found the secret cow level, there's a secret cow level. Paying homage. We've yet to find it, and we've been trying to go about it organically, meaning we haven't really, like, I haven't looked up all of the secrets and how to find them, but I've just been exploring. I found a few so far. I think I'm, like, halfway there. Yeah, we we don't want to have to resort to Google. Yeah. So, I mean, the the stuff that's secret, it's not exactly like it's, like, you've got to break the game in order to find it. You just have to basically just keep your eyes open and click on stuff right right joe so far like what do you think your impressions have been like what uh you had to give it a rating so far my rating so far would at least be an eight out of ten from what i played it's like chris said it's easy to get into there is a short tutorial 
but it's at the beginning it's not super complex you know what i mean you just start doing things enemies aren't too hard and then it you know slowly ramps up but uh it's one of those games that's fun for all ages it's uh it's minecraft so it's not overly violent you do kill bad guys but it's not like blood splashing all over the place and stuff like that it's a good game so yeah i'd say right now um an eight out of ten at least at least i'm saying that's low end okay because it is a good game sure how about you I'm going to give it, give it an 8 and a 5, uh, 8.5, not 8 and a 5, but 8.5. That's definitely going to go up once I see the expansion pack. But I think what really sold me on the game, other than it being kind of just mindless hacking and slashing and stuff like that, is that my three-year-old, which you, you might be able to hear him back there, he loves watching me play it. He doesn't want me to kill the cows, but he hates sheep, apparently. <laughs> He's all about me killing the sheep. Kill the sheep! Don't, don't touch the cows, Dad. Kill the sheep. And for that... 8.5 cow lover sheep hater okay all right and honestly i'm i'm right there with you guys somewhere somewhere between an eight and a half or so i kind of wish there was a little bit more depth to the story to the plot but just for the accessibility and just being able to jump in and play without having to go through you know four hours of stuff um I, i'm gonna give it an eight and a half too yeah and hopefully the story will deepen with uh dlcs yeah Hopefully. So speaking of speaking of none of that, this is just uh, we're, we just need to segue. Joe, it's just, it's just Joe, you you finished a game last night. Yeah, I finished Maneater last night. We teased it last episode and I've been working my B off to to beat that game. Basically, all of my gaming time since then has been it's I think 40 hours in Maneater, something like that. So tell us about it. Well, okay, being able to play a game and the main character is a shark, that you basically win me right there. Um, winner, winner right there. Yeah. Shark but, week. Uh, I don't, there's a game that's on Steam um, that we played a long time ago, three and a half years ago, called Depth. And it's, a, it's an asymmetrical multiplayer game where you can either play as the shark or you can play as humans trying to outrun or kill the shark. And this was originally supposed to be an expansion for Depth, but uh, they ended up making it its own thing. The production was led by Alan Quick, um, who also worked on Depth. Um, the plot is basically narrated by Chris Parnell, who Archer, SNL, Rick and Morty, really popular guy, good voice. Um, it's really funny. He does a really good job, and he's the narrator for a film crew that follows down these shark hunters like down in the Gulf of Mexico. And um, basically you start off the game, the, tutor the tutorial, you're playing as a mama bull shark. Um, so you got all your powers and everything, but then you get caught by a bad guy and the and mama dies, kind of like in Bambi. And then you're basically, it's a revenge story. You're the baby bull shark and you grow throughout. You, you start as, a, I think it's a pup. Then you go to teen as you level up. Then you go to adult, and then you go to mega. Um, you get different armor sets that do different things. You get different mutations that allow you to do different things. You you upgrade those as you would in basically any RPG, from you know white to green to blue to purple to yellow. It's really it, for the game. It's a good price. It's thirty nine ninety nine on Epic. It's it's kind of like GTA but underwater. There's a lot of missions and uh, and little side quests and stuff like that uh, to get done in it. It's not massive, 
but there is a lot of content. I could see some people griping about the repetitiveness of the side missions, but I don't have an issue with it because I love the gameplay. Therefore, I'm giving it an 8.5 out of 10, solid 8.5. It's fun as flippers. The idea is so novel. For replayability, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Um, only because once, if you complete the game and get everything, which I did 100%, you basically completed it all. But after you beat the game, you can still run around and kill people and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and so I did that for like 45 minutes after I beat the game last night. And I just, uh, you can still gain infamy and get people coming after you and stuff like that. But there's none of the story left. So, um, so Joe, let me ask you this. How, when you're, when you're saying side quest, right now, is it, <laughs> is it, is it an open world sort of explanation or exploration? It exploration is definitely okay. key. You have a radar ability that allows you, and you can hone, you can use one of your evolutions that expands the radar radius and cooldown and stuff like that. But, that's basically how you find these little question marks on your map. And then once you get close to them, you see exactly what that is. It's the, to complete the game. You need to explore. That's one of the key. So, one of the key parts so of the game. let me ask you this, like circling back to the mutations portion, right? Or this aspect of the game, are there mm -hmm. enough, is there enough variation between the mutations so that you could replay the game, but play in a, like with a different play style? 100%. I ended up uh, fully, when you play 100% of the game, you're basically going to be able to level up everything to the max. And there are three different sets of armor. There's the bone set, the shadow set, and the bioelectric set. I played with a good chunk of time with both of them. I ended up beating it with the shadow set, which I put off for a long time, but they all have their perks. And yes, if you play, if you basically played the entire game as like one thing, you can have a completely different experience the second time through playing another set of armor and the evolutions, which are basically like, what would you, you would think of as like the rings or the gloves mm -hmm. in, in like a normal RPG, they're kind of like accessories. There's a, there's two, four, I believe seven. And they basically make all the aspects of the game like I can do this way better or I can do this way better. I get more proteins from this animal if I have this one equipped. So allows you to upgrade that ability. So that brings okay, so that brings up a good uh I guess a good question. Because because I know in it there's kind of a survivability aspect to it, right? So you need to manage yeah. your what is it? It's proteins, fats. Uh, you don't you don't need to manage no? them, but you need them no, you need them to upgrade your oh, armor okay. and evolutions yeah and so there there are proteins fats minerals and mutagens um they're like considered currency basically okay yeah and so when you upgrade something that costs you know however many fat and then the next level will cost however many minerals or whatever so they're just different types of currency basically yeah so like as far as that's concerned obtaining these throughout the game like mm -hmm. do you feel like that was a balanced part of the game like did you did you ever feel like you were you're running low on them or you're like looking for them? There were times that I didn't have enough to upgrade the current armor or whatever. Like I would upgrade a couple things and then I'd run out of a certain one of those, like say fats. But you can really quickly go out and you can see what each animal or person gives you, whether it's proteins, fats, minerals, for you know, minerals from turtles, you get 
fats from seals and and whales and stuff like that you get protein from humans and other fish um and so basically if you go and you can upgrade the evolutions that allow you to gain more of one of those things or up to three of them if you want all of your accessories to do that mm-hmm. when you go out so i never had an issue with any of those because i killed so much every i just killed everything um <laughs> and i enjoyed it you know what i mean and yeah. uh yeah, it, that's the thing the gameplay is just it's not like oh man i need it more of this because it was like oh sweet i need more of this all right i can go out and kill more things yeah you know nice. what i mean so yeah not and creepy at all it easy for you to know what you're getting all right jared now i know you you played a, a little bit of this too right yeah i played about 30 percent of it and you know was in joey's discord when we we're playing it and we're kind of shooting the shit back and forth where you know he's like oh wait till you get to this part but you know when he said that chris parnell is the narrator it didn't click for me at first and then i was like wait a minute he's like yep that's who you think it is it's like the guy from lowly island we did that one narnia song and snl and and it's, an it's not just like an archer is yeah and it, it, it finally clicked right so when I figured out who it was, the comedic timing and delivery of the sound bites is perfect. Like it's, it does it right at a time to where like you're you're kind of paying attention, and uh, it kind of it makes you laugh. It makes you, it gives you a giggle every time. It, it's very entertaining to to listen to what he has to say. And sometimes you know they do go on repeat, but like you know, like I I really I thoroughly it's a beautiful game from start to finish. And yeah, his his voice is perfect for irony. He does irony very well. Yeah, uh, I had I did have one little problem with it, uh, only because I play the game in window mode because of the, my monitor set up the way it is. So if you go to chomp down on a fish and you shake your mouse to kind of like you know like tear it, it thrash them. It thrash them. Like I, all of a sudden my I would be thrashing and then all of a sudden my mouse would go whoop off screen and it would be in the middle of a fight and it. it just make you mad. Basically. Oh yeah, Joe heard all all of it. He's yeah. He's like, just calm down, Jared. Calm down. It's, it's not the only time this is happening in a game. Just relax. So I mean, I'm the guy that throws a golf course, a golf club backwards on a golf course. It's I make no <laughs> sense. I have no rationale when this happens. So, so, but it was a lot of fun. We should probably we should probably mention this for for those of you listeners out there. Jared just bought a an ultra wide. What is it like a 77 inch ultra wide monitor no, what do you have come on dude. it's a 49 inch samsung <laughs> super curved ultra wide it is a lot of fun oh. it's it's four feet worth of monitor but you can't play anything in a full screen full screen Unless, if well if you intend on streaming it or using i mean you could you can play it in other ways but like if you want that like i play call of duty on it and it's immersive like you're diving in and like you feel like the wind's like going past your hair. It's like it's it's really great. Um, I can't do any racing games on it because I get sick. Um, but <laughs> there, there are it, it, because it covers your peripheral vision yeah, if yeah. you're sitting dead center. So, yeah, there, there are some drawbacks to the screen. But, you know, hey, like people walk by my office when they first time they show up to my house. Or and they're like, since I've got what there. the and hell? Like, yeah. So they'll walk by this double doors because right in, is, is my front door right there. They're like what is that i've had people out of the street when the, my shades open like <laughs> what's going on in there they walk in their dog like holy crap bigger than my first tv by the way uh, it's bigger than uh my first tv i think my office is, <laughs> is about the size of my first apartment Jeez. yeah okay so 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 
Joey gave it what? You gave it an eight out of ten, and then seven for re- eight point replay- five out of ten, and then seven out of ten for replayability. All right, Jared, what's uh, what's your verdict? Uh, just for the mouse problems, for just for me, I give it an eight. Uh, as far as replayability, I don't have a rating for that because I haven't gotten there yet. I really hope that like you can, they would make game modes to where they made it harder. You know, like almost like a prestige, right? Would be kind of cool. They did leave a kind of open ending, so they might weave yet another tale. All right. Good stuff, guys. There you have it. Man Eater. Definitely something mm-hmm. I uh I wanna I wanna play it before I forget about it. So I yeah, need dude, to I uh, think you can get a pretty good discount on Humble Bundle. So Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to, have to keep an eye out for that. All right, guys. So uh next on our list in our stream upgrade section, you know, we wanted to dive in because one of the questions I get a lot, and probably because I've gone through so much freaking audio equipment, is dude, I'm about to start streaming. What should I get? Like, this is a question that just amongst all of our friends and things like that, I get, I get asked this a lot because I've got, you know, I've got buddies that start with, with headsets using, using the mic, just like you've got on your, on your hyper X's. And first, first and foremost, guys, before we even start looking at hardware, the thing that I need to, we probably need to let everyone know is just use whatever you have, right? If you are thinking about making content, if you are thinking about becoming a Twitch streamer, if you are thinking about doing anything, don't let a piece of hardware be your barrier to entry. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I visit all kinds of channels and I see some extremely talented individuals that don't have $3,000 audio setups. So let that caveat sit there. Because we're about to talk about stuff that costs money and some of it's cheaper than others. But at the same time, if you're thinking, oh, you know, I'll start doing this, but I need to wait until I get this piece of equipment. Don't do it. Use whatever you have and just get it out there for the world to see. Yeah. And, you know, a tell lot us of, about the, it. this is such a this is such an important topic that, you know, a lot of streamers have a section of their page dedicated to what they use. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if there's something you see like. Chris's new microphone, which I think is gorgeous. If you see something like that, a lot of the time you can find that part, what exactly what it is on like the PC specs page or whatever on a streamer's channel. So it is an important topic, but like Chris said, don't, don't let the lack of something stop you from creating. Yeah. So, I mean, when we started, we started on the Xbox and I remember like we, we all tried streaming a little bit back then and we were just using headsets. Just regular yep. headsets. I, I think the next the next thing up that everybody ends up getting is one of these, right? We all have a blue yeti. So let's talk let's talk about entry level audio here. Now a blue yeti, it's not the cheapest thing on the market. These things run about 130 bucks now, 140 bucks. I think you can find renewed versions on Amazon for about 110. But um for a USB connected microphone to start streaming, you're looking right at about the hundred dollar range. There's a ton of mics in the category now. And to be honest with you, a lot of them are good options. They're very, very simple to use. One of the, probably the, the best things about having like a Yeti like this is you've got a, it's, it's a good brand, right? It's made by blue. You can get some really good sound quality out of here. And all you have is one cable a little USB that runs from this to your computer. That's what I'm waiting on to get mine hooked up. <laughs> and it's, it's plug and play. Like you there's, if, if that's all you want to do with it, 
It's perfectly fine. You can connect a set of headphones here and it's got a volume knob on the front and a mute switch to mute your mic, but you can actually listen through all of your, uh, your computer audio as well as have mic monitoring. So you can hear yourself talk in the headphones. So you're not, you don't, you're not yelling at yourself, which is a, a pretty right. nice feature. But I mean, all I of this, problem, by the way. all of this in, in like a package with, with a single USB connection. And I mean, super simple, but I mean, a lot of, if you look, a lot of streamers are using these still and they sound pretty good. You don't need an XLR mixer. You no. know what I mean? When you're just using an, yeah, yeah it's, see just, this guy right it's here. a simple plug and play. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the other things is, is, is setting these up that's pretty simple to do and you can get as granular as you want. There are tons of software and plugins. So if you want to add EQ to your mic and make it sound a little bit bassier or a little bit more crystal at the top end, there's free software to do that. So for 140 bucks to have a DAC that comes from the computer, a decent microphone, you can't beat it. Yeah. So this was, this was my first setup. And I had this, God, when did we get these? Like four years ago? Yeah, about that. Somewhere. So we've, we've had these a while. This one's been sitting in my, I think I used this for like a couple of years before I, before I changed out. But yeah, I think the one, the one drawback to having a condenser microphone and any, any sort of microphones in general is going to be that they are typically very sensitive. So if you have a noisy environment, it's going to pick everything up. But also on the other side of that, because it's a condenser microphone, you get a lot more detail in speech and things like that. That's why a lot of vocal recordings use condenser microphones. So heads up. So this was, this is probably, probably like the entry point that a lot of people are looking at. And guys, if you have any questions about anything that we're, that we're doing here, we're talking about. When it comes to audio stuff, I've got more headsets, more headphones than you will ever imagine that anybody should have. Like, I don't even know why. Like, I've got a headphone addiction. Anyway. He's, he's going to be using them as giveaways on a stream eventually. Probably, I, I know it. Probably. He's going to sign them and send them off or something like that. I don't know. Probably. So, guys, uh, anything that we're talking about today, add us on Twitter and ask us about it. Because I guaranteed yeah. if it comes, if it's talking about audio, one of us has gone through it so any of the stream stuff though we've done yeah. we basically been doing this for you know years we we have experience so feel set, free to hit us up setup number two right so this is this is something super simple that a lot of people will do going to an actual xlr microphone now the trouble with xlr mics is that good ones good condenser mics tend to be a little bit more expensive now this is an 18 dollar mic that i used for over a year it wasn't too bad, but I just decided that it, it wasn't for me. It, it picked up too much stuff, too much noise. It was, but it really time. wasn't bad. No, no it's no. Uh, it, it, honestly that that microphone. Did you say how much it was? Eighteen dollars is what I paid for this. Eighteen yeah, when bucks. You told me, when you told me that price, I was like, no shiz. Yeah. yeah. So the biggest the biggest problem with with something like this is is you've got to figure out a way to get this XLR input into your computer. That's where this comes in. This is a Behringer super entry level USB mixer, right? So there's a port on there for the XLR mic. It requires power and it requires USB to run to the computer. So just like this all-in-one setup here, this mixer has got a DAC on it. So you can run your headphones through it. It'll play all of the audio from your computer. It'll accept the condenser mic 
And then in addition to that, you've got a lot more inputs. So if you wanted to run music from like an outside source, so from a phone or from a stereo, like you wouldn't just open up a, a Spotify, <laughs> you know, screen, <laughs> you can accept all kinds of stuff in there. Um, yeah, and it, and basically what you do is you mix it all into one channel and then the one channel will go out into the computer to use for, for streaming. Now, something like this, this one, when I bought it was like 60 bucks at the time. Uh, they run anywhere from like 60 to 80. So by the time you're buying this and you're buying a mic and you're buying a cable and then you're buying a stand for the mic, you're looking at anywhere from a hundred bucks to 200 bucks, give or take with all the little stuff that's required. It, needed. it does begin to add up after a while for yeah. sure. So I think the the biggest difference in the audio quality of this versus something like the Yeti is going to be in granularity, like a hundred percent. So if you're somebody that wants to add different sources into your channels and you think you needed a hardware interface to do that, this might help you out. Um, you know, if you're adding, oh, Jerry, you're a musician. If you're adding like instruments and things like that you could mix yeah. those together and, and and stream those through through this something like this um yeah it, it allows for multiple channel input with uh, with the singular out and i don't know if that particular brand allows for multiple channel out sometimes you want those independent tracks yeah so you mix and and and, and deal with the volumes later but i mean that's something completely different i mean i don't want really want to get into the all the the the, the ins and outs is announcing what have you just know that this is a what would be considered a, a basic xlr setup for streaming yeah yeah so. and, and really and truly like that's that's all that does in addition to those it gives you a little bit more like i said granularity in the hardware controls so this does come with a compressor and a built-in eq so so getting a little bit different sound out of your mic making sure that your vocal compression is set correctly you can do that all on this one piece of hardware as opposed to messing around at a bunch of software. And that's going to be the biggest difference between doing something like this versus something like this. Yeah, Otherwise, just, oh, no, go ahead, Joe. I was just going to say, basically, you set your stuff. You can leave it normal on your computer. You don't have to constantly mess with anything like Chris said. Leave your levels the way they are on your computer. Control it from the outside. It's a lot easier once you make that step from even just like a normal headset mic to a mic, you can use the blue yet. You can use a USB one, um, but you do have more control over it. If, if you're using an XLR setup, and then, like, but like you said, it costs money. Yeah. And then when you graduate and you get to the point where you're just like, you know what, I've got a bunch of extra money to blow. That's when you, that's when you go check to use. Yeah. That's when you, that's when you get yourself like the go XLR, the go XLR is extremely powerful. I know I've talked about it before, it manages not only all of your audio, it, it manages audio inputs, it also manage, manages audio outputs. So it takes those things away from the Windows system and allows you to do it in a semi-hardware fashion. Guys, these things are 400 bucks though. Just because you see like everybody that has one and you think you need one to get started, don't. A hundred percent, these things are, I put them in the category of it's super nice to have. And really, I would have bought one anyway, just because I'm into audio and I, I'm on the computer a ton of time. But man, they're super expensive, you know? Yeah. But well, I, and, they, and they will be coming out with a cheaper version of that. The They do have it now, the GoXLR Mini, yeah, which the Mini. is half the price, but half the function. Yeah. So 
the go xlr is very pretty um it's it's an amazing mixer but i uh it's you know it's there on my list too i'm i'm going to get it at some point but like chris said it, you know i'm not going to pull funds away from other things to to do it right now because if what you got works it works you know what i mean yeah the last part of this like expense wise would be like the setup that i'm running right now so guys i've got a a rode procaster and this is a dynamic microphone so this is different from a condenser by way of a condenser, the way that it works is, and I guess I don't want to get too technical, but it accepts through phantom power. Basically, there's a really, really, really thin film that you speak into. And as you speak, like the wind in your breath or whatever, like it vibrates this little membrane back and forth. And they're super sensitive, which is why they pick up all the sound around you. Um, but you get that clarity. Now, a dynamic mic, the trade-off is you don't get quite the clarity, but it blocks out every background noise known to man, basically. Yeah. Definitely something I need with three kids. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But this setup here, I mean, with a Go XLR, with a mic, with a stand and all this, like this is easily close to, it's easily close to like an $800, $900 setup. Like I don't mm -hmm. recommend that to anyone starting out. And if they're I, still higher in higher in gear to get too. Oh so, yeah, I mean, this is this is would be considered a mid to high tier. Yeah, I mean the the microphone alone was two thirty, and you look at like a lot of streamers are using Shure SM7Bs, which are four hundred bucks. You're looking at a thousand dollars in audio equipment. And mm -hmm. honestly, guys, if if I didn't have a full time job that I've had for years and years and years with uh, expendable income, I wouldn't have any of this crap. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and I mean, you know, that's the thing. If you have the money and you're sure you're going to be creating content in one form or another, you know, go for it. But most people don't have, you know, a thousand dollars to, especially when you're just starting. Like when you're just starting, it might seem like something you're going to do forever, but sometimes life gets in the way. You know what I mean? Like be smart with your purchases. And I mean, and, and upgrades. And let's, and let's be honest. Like if we're, if we're looking at the blue versus, you know, this other XLR setup. I mean, really and truly, if you take the time and you set up right, then you can edit everything in post and learn to do that and still make everything sound super yummy. I mean, you can try to soundproof your walls. You can try to, there's a lot of things that you can do, what I'm trying to say, without needing to spend $1,000 for an audio mm -hmm. setup. So there's a lot of ways to go. So guys, I've got a lot of experience when it comes to all this junk. I know there are tons of YouTubes and stuff out there, but if you have questions and you want to ask, just add us on Twitter, at me on Twitter. And if we don't know the answer to your question, we'll point you in the right direction for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Guys, do you want to, did I miss anything? Do you guys want to chime in on, on any of the well, audio rant? Real quick. I mean, I've had, I, the one thing that I don't like about the, uh, the, the blue Yeti and Joe's about to graduate to the blue Yeti where I'm about to graduate to the XLR setup. We're all at different stages of our audio setup and that's perfectly fine. So, I mean, you could hear it right now on stream and on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this is that my mic sounds much different than Chris's and it sounds much different than Joey's. So, I mean, you're getting a very, very good like base run on how audio should sound and how it does sound on different pieces of equipment. But you're also, we're also looking at it live too. So 
it's a very different experience when you are creating content that you're editing after the fact, you know? Mm, I agree. I mean, yeah. but I, but I definitely, I, I agree. Right. That's why I, I just don't have the, well, I personally, when, when it comes time for me to drop some money on it, which I got to do my kid's computer, I promised them a gaming computer for, they did honor the honors programs. And so I gotta, I gotta shell out a little bit of cash. Right. It was before I buy them cars anyway. I can deal with a gaming computer, right? So um, I'm def- I'm going to go with the $100 Rode Podcaster mic. There's a two, there's two different ones. Like uh, So Chris has the $250 one, and I'm going to go with the Go XLR Mini. I don't need all the bells and whistles. I just need it to work. That's, my, that's what my intention is, improving my stream going forward from an audio perspective. Yeah, and one of the things I, I really wish that they would have had in stock, I wish they would have had the pod mic in stock. Because the Rode pod mic is this, it's just a slimmed down version of this one. And it's less than half the price. Like honestly, it's a sweet looking mic. If, if I, I also like the audio technica, the hundred dollar audio technica. Oh, the AT 2020. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one too. That one's been around a long time. Yeah. Guys, there's, there's some really good mics out there that are not real, all that expensive. And if you just take the time to EQ and set them up correctly, it's worth your, it's worth your time. That's the, and that's probably the biggest thing uh, that people I think fail to do or fail to realize tuning a microphone and getting that set up for your environment because your environment's going to change. And when your environment changes, you've got to retune that mic, whether it's Mm -hmm. noise gates, compression, uh, EQ, you know, you might be streaming in from your living room most of the time. And then all of a sudden now you're moved in, into your bedroom. It shifts. It, this, there's different sounds. There's different noises in the background. Staying up on it and setting it up correctly each time is really something that uh, requires a lot of patience. But once you do, once you dial it in, I think you're good. It's yeah. just like any other musical instrument. Yeah. No matter, no matter what setup you have, no matter if you've got a Yeti or if you've got an XLR setup or you've got something like this uh setup is setup is the key it really is yeah all right well i think i think that's enough of me ranting about audio it's enlightening it's good it's good to know these things especially if you plan on streaming well you know i just i feel like i've i've gone through so much over the years i just i, I want to let people know what my experiences are you know because going through like the setup for the yeti super simple super easy and then you dive into the XLR world and then you're worried about noise floors with the mic. You're worried about feedback and ground loops like in your electrical. You just open up a big can of worms and it's like if you if you don't really need all that, then it may not be the right road for you to move forward with, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's something for everybody. Personal preference, yeah. Yeah. So guys, seriously guys, I know I've said this a bunch. If you have any questions, at Chicey Chris on Twitter, just ask me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you hundred percent. I'll give you my honest opinion on whatever you're asking. Chances are I've been there and done it. All right, Sweet. let's move on. Joe, every week, yes, sir. every week you have a segment and it's called help me. I'm being held against my will. Um, sludge life is free on the Epic store for a long time. It's described as a first person, open world vandalism centric stroll through polluted Island full of cranky idiots and a vibe so thick you can taste it. Um, The Steam Summer Sale is coming soon. It always starts sometime in July. A leak on Twitter says it's confirmed to be July 25th, or sorry, June. It usually starts somewhere time in June. 
Twitter leaks says June 25th to July 9th is always a great sale with um, huge discounts all across all genres. Uh, be sure to check in to see if those games in your wish list are priced better during this time. Um, the Steam EA Access sale, it's basically a promotion for the new um, EA Access that's going to be on Steam. Um, it's something like uh, 25 big EA games that weren't available on Steam uh, before this. Um, now, we got a big drop coming soon. The Last of Us Part 2 drops June 19th. If you have PS4, it's a must play. This is the kind of game that people buy consoles for. If you haven't played the first, I would recommend playing the first before you play Dark Part 2. Um, and just one little addition this week, uh, The Mandalorian Season 2. Mandalorian Season 2 is confirmed to release in October on Disney+. Plus. Um, Jean Favreau says it was all filmed before any of this uh, stuff happened. So um, it's not going to be delayed like a bunch of the films, series, and games this year, which is exciting news. So once again, this has been Joey Shabadoo. Um, and uh, <laughs> help, I'm being held against my will. Oh Chris. My gosh. Joe. That's fantastic. That's Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for that. You're welcome. So, I mean, it sounds like there's a ton of, ton of game sales coming up that we need to be watching out for. Yeah, definitely the Steam Summer Sale. Um, it's always a big one. All right, good stuff, guys. You heard him. You heard it here first. I don't know who's holding Joey B here <laughs> against his will, but uh, watch out for watch out for all the game sales coming up in the next month or so. Dot 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 dash 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 dot dot dot. All right. So uh, about this time, I got that. So, yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I figured you would, Navy boy. Aviation Navy guy who got Navy, it. Okay, the, yeah. the SOS, the SOS, yeah. and uh, yeah. So about this time in the podcast is usually where we would highlight a lesser known Twitch channel for our viewers to take a look at. Uh, today that we don't have one, and the reason for that is we wanted to tease a little upcoming episode, special episode that we've got coming up. Um, we're, we're super jacked about it. Yeah. Yes. So, so, you know, when we started this thing, we, we originally teased that, that we were going to get some, I guess, have some in interviews with some of these cool channels and these cool hosts. And mm -hmm. uh, we're working on one right now. So by the time this podcast comes out on audio and YouTube form, the next or the, the interview episode would be out the following week. You guys have to tune into this. Yeah, check it out. Because it's it's going to be fun. In addition to that, we want right. to call out to all of our all of our listeners, all of our viewers, um, because we we want help finding more channels. Yeah, add us on Twitter, comment on YouTube, where wherever you can. Let us know and like who you like. Yeah, what we're what we're looking for is because there's only three of us here. We all have day jobs, so we do this for fun. And we've got a list of channels that we're working with now, but we're looking for, we're, yeah, we are. Just like Joey said, we're looking for the smaller communities that you guys are involved in, that you guys love to watch. I don't care what the game is. I don't care what the category is. You know, if you enjoy it, we want to hear about it. We've got a couple different places where you can get in touch with us at. You can get us at bitratepod at gmail.com. You can at each of us on Twitter if you want to. Uh, you can DM us on Twitch. 
basically all the socials guys um uh, and our socials will be down below on youtube so if you don't know check there yeah links in all the descriptions for sure but uh yeah we guys we want to we want to hear from you because we want to give shout outs to some of these people that you're watching that you think need some views they deserve it yeah, yeah. They you think they deserve it. yeah yeah so I mean, yeah, so and to piggyback on what Chris was saying is that Twitch does a absolutely terrible job at discoverability. So, I mean, we could wade through 10,000 channels if we really wanted to, but we want to know what you guys think. Really. And sometimes we do. Some nights we just go down a rabbit hole. Three, four o'clock in the morning. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're not wired out. How many DJ Let's channels can we watch tonight, Chris? <laughs> Hey, you know what though? I won't lie that uh, there's there's been a couple of good ones, you know. Dude, yeah. I found this amazing body painter. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I'm Joe. Not, it's the weirdest, <laughs> you'll find the weirdest things, and that's the best thing about this community, about the it's Twitch amazing. community. Is yeah. that you will you'll literally find whatever you're looking for if you look hard enough. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, guys, don't be shy. At us wherever us we want to know. Even yeah. if you just want to say hi, be like hi, dude. Just like that too. <laughs> I did. My dude. All right. Well, I think that's going to, uh, I I think that's it. That's it. That's all we got. What, um, what can we look forward to from you guys this week, Joe? Um, I'm, I'm really, really, really going to try to fit in at least one or two streams. Um, I don't know what game I'm going to be playing. Maybe Minecraft dungeons, maybe something just out of left field, you know? Um, it might be something that that I talked to the community about. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to try to get at least, eight hours in this week streaming wise um other than that i'm going to be hanging around in um my community discord and also uh chris's and jared's community discord um and i will be working on uh getting this beautiful product out to everybody on youtube all right jared how about you what's going on this week well um i think that I just made affiliate, so I really want to make a push for it. I would really want to make a push to grow. Thank you very much. Self uh, shameless plug uh, to grow the community that we that we built. Right. So I want people to really figure out who Robinson Seven One Four, Shabadoo, and Shiesty Chris really are, because you know we've we've attached ourselves to and we've been active in other people's communities, which I wholeheartedly suggest. Don't think that somebody's just gonna find you one day and all of a sudden no you gotta get you gotta get down and dirty meet these people because they will support you if you support Mm -hmm. them so uh but as far as games are concerned um pretty much ready to uninstall crucible but we can get back to that uh next time yeah you know what let's before we end this dude let's talk about crucible so guys we said that we were going to play some crucible again to get a second opinion i completely forgot about this because the game is trash but that's my opinion game is trash (laughs) <laughs> it, it definitely it, it needs some work it needs some work it needs some balancing so some, uh, as we all know from past episodes i'm the stat guy but you know what chris went down the rabbit hole on the stats on on crucible when they opened the first week they had over seven thousand unique users and like twelve thousand viewers on twitch we checked right before we went live today they had what 76 viewers on 77 twitch. viewers on twitch 77 viewers Wow. The player base is less than 500 right now. So if that's not a fall from grace, I don't know what it is. And they better figure it out because there's, they're going to come back like a no man's sky, dude. Just it's, do a complete uh, rework. You know, what's, God, I hope. you know what's crazy is like I'm, I, I was looking at these reviews before we started playing it a week or so ago. 
and I've only got like, I mean, a couple of like eight hour game, like sessions in maybe anyway, it gave it more than it was worth. So yeah, there's just, there's way too much there that really needs to be retooled, you know, from the map system to the ping system to, I mean, there's still like no communication system in this game. It's there's like the gunfight doesn't like the shooting in it. It's not rewarding at all. Like you don't feel like you're landing hits. It's just it's wonky. It's a, it's a freemium mobile game disguised as a as a PC game. I think there you go. Well, OK, I saw uh, Polybridge 2 was uh, a pretty decent game. I watched some streams on that. I'm kind of going to get back into it. I'm really going to do a deep dive into Before We Leave, which is a it's a game that not really a lot of people play. It's on the Epic Store. It's a phenomenal city civ builder. And uh, I'm always looking for new games to play. I'll probably still hack and slash my way through Minecraft Dungeons until we beat it on the hardest difficulty. And I'm going to go stream hunting. I already found a couple really good ones, but I want to find the one, right? The one that's going to keep me coming back as far as new communities and things like that. Cool, cool. All right. And then, uh, well, I guess for me, this next week, I, I need to get back into some Overwatch because I feel like I've neglected it over the last week doing stupid stuff like wasting time on crucible building ramps in astro <laughs> astroneer i you that is one thing i will be playing as astroneer um but uh if you get some time this week let's play overwatch together not comp but just like arcade or quick play so i can get some of them loot boxes because it ends on the ninth yeah okay dim dim loot boxes on game dim loops so uh so like early this week so i'll be streaming tomorrow probably doing some overwatch and then later in the week Either Overwatch or Apex or Minecraft Dungeons. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I've had a lot of fun in Minecraft Dungeons. I mean, we talked about it earlier, but even even like my buddies that are hardcore like FPS guys, the guys that have been playing Warzone like nonstop since it came out, like they took a break. They're all over MCD right now. It's good. Already yeah. already level hundred, you know, or whatever it is, level ninety. Already top tier. I'm like, guys, texting us their gear. Yeah, at like midnight. Thanks, at, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Anthony. But anyway, that's uh, that's what you'll see from me this week. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Stop by, like I said. Tweet at us. Stop into our streams. We appreciate you all. Guys, links in the description. Say goodnight. Night, guys. See you later. Thanks. Love you. Good night, gamers. Bye-bye. Hi everyone and welcome to Bitrate. Today on the show we're looking through the eyes of a baby shark by the way of Maneater, crawling through pixelated zombies and spiders in Minecraft dungeons, and we're also talking about microphone and audio hardware for streaming. This is going to be great. I'm your host Chris, and with me as always, Joey and Jeremy. Guys, 